0: Point at me when it's my turn. Hey
1: everyone, Dave and Jeff. It is June 22nd. 22nd. I'm trying to find it on the calendar on the bottom of the screen. I cannot see for shit. The older I get, the worse I can see, man. It is
0: terrible. It's fucked up. Uh, Happy birthday to our friend, Laura, that will never hear this. By the way, in the garage, that's a fantastic picture. Just got it. That's fantastic. Literally
1: just one up two minutes ago.
0: Uh, A picture from the All-Star Game of Jordan and Kobe. That is really great. Okay, so here's the funny thing about
1: this picture. I know people can't see it right now. So I bought this at Venice Beach. Oh, no way. Yeah, you know at Venice Beach you can get like three shirts for nine bucks? So I was walking by and I was looking at different pictures. I go, wait a second, that one's framed. Yeah. I got the frame alone. If anyone's ever framed anything oh, like yeah. a jersey, you're going, What do you mean it's two hundred and fifty bucks to frame it? Yeah, it's not bad. How much do you think that picture costs with the frame?
0: It feels like the fair where you gotta throw yeah. like uh five uh darts and you pop a couple balloons, you walk out of it. Yeah. Dude, I really like it, and I'm gonna think you got it for under twenty five bucks.
1: Forty dollars is what I okay. got. Okay. Forty uh, bucks. I would do that. And so, yeah, I was like, Yeah, I'm well, fucking buying this thing. And so, hey, you want to turn that off? This is yeah. a show going on yeah sorry son. <laughs> i'm not asking to be professional <laughs> kind of shit yeah if you need to an answer it go ahead no it's good um but yeah anyway i was like yeah, that's pretty cool i wasn't sure to get that one uh, jeff or to get the one where kobe's standing on the press table with his arms in there as yeah the confetti's coming down after his last championship
0: yeah
1: but uh I, yeah i dug that one especially after watching the whole michael jordan documentary and then watching kobe's funeral
0: I uh, I like that a lot. I will tell you why I like it even more over the weekend. But Dave, we have breaking news. Okay, boy, I tell you what. You look at guys that break stories in sports. I mean, we can go right through, right? Yeah. Woj in the NBA, Adam Schefter uh, in the NFL is great. I don't really know if we have a guy in baseball that really break. Uh, Jeff Passan's really good. I'd say Jeff Passan. Wouldn't you agree for baseball? Jeff Basson's pretty good. Um, And locally, when it comes to San Diego, I don't think anybody would disagree that the guy who has broken the most stories consistently and has been the most spot on has always been Dan (laughs) Silio. And Dan Silio today, unbeknownst to me, Steve Woods and anybody else on the most foul group text board of all time Dan Silio congratulated you after n- blocking you for a long time Actually I was never blocked but Dan and I have never spoken Uh we did one time for like a oh, minute We shook hands with him at Dodger yeah, Park and had just had a brief bullshit session That's with right. him and Joe Titino. Yeah but he congratulated you today on your new role at the mightier 1090 and The world wants to know, when do you start? We couldn't be more excited. Okay,
1: so here's the craziest thing. So I was in Los Angeles. I'll get into this later. But I was in L.A. from Saturday morning till basically a couple hours ago. Okay. And I turned off my phone. You know, basically I said, you know, I'm not going to look at my phone. I said, everybody knows that that needs to get in touch with me, knows I'm in L.A. Right. You called me early this morning, but I didn't answer. I was walking the fucking Hollywood sign. I'll tell you about that in a second. And I had no idea what the hell was going on. All of a sudden, and I told Josh 10 minutes ago, why are these people congratulating me? <laughs> and I'm like, "Fucking silly." And I and <laughs> It's uh, great, dude. And well, I'm like, "Son of a bitch." Well, it, it's funny is
0: he's now taking it down.
1: From what I've been did told. Did he take it down? Okay. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Like, why would you do that? Why, you know. So, here's the here's the, the I don't think he
0: meant it maliciously. No, 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 not,
1: not at all. I don't think so either. So, Kaplan's getting things together with ten ninety. We all know that. Okay. He had come to Jeff and I about doing a show. Okay. Jeff says, Hey, I'm I'm not interested, not for me. Yeah. And I was like, Well, I've always worked with Jeff through this whole process. And so Kaplan and I spoke. You were you were busy working. I mean you have a That's job. Okay. You don't have time to sit there on the phone. And so Kaplan and I spoke and we haven't spoken to each other in about a month. And there's nothing it definitely reached out to people like without Jeff. And I'm like, oh, what the hell is the deal with this whole thing going on? We Kaplan and I have not discussed anything from a month ago. And I would let you know if, if we've talked about anything. But I'm sitting there going, why is Cilio saying this? And yeah. so and, and if, if Scott and Cilio are friends, I had no idea.
0: Wouldn't that be wild? And, well, that would surprise. be like the NWO, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because yeah,
1: they went after each other pretty good. Yeah, but as far as uh, announcing anything, you're going to hear it right here on the show. Yeah,
0: uh, let me let yes. me make this two hundred percent clear to anybody, Dave included, in this. Anytime the phone rings, it's incredibly nice. And I think Dave would agree, and anybody else would agree. I am incredibly lucky to be treated incredibly well at a day job where I've been for over three years. Um, They have done more things for me recently that makes me even more loyal to them. And Dave, as you and I well know, man, we spent 20 years in an industry where every day you're basically told your shit and it's just, it sucks. I've never had a day like that at my day job. And if anything, uh, they have just gone out of their way to be incredibly nice. And with everything going on in my life and trying to find a little stability, I respectfully bowed out. Uh, had a great conversation with Scott, you, the whole thing. That being said, if there was an opportunity for you at 1090 with anybody, whether it was Josh or Kaplan, Cilio, dude, I'd say go for it. You cannot, if just because it didn't work for me... You can go. We'll still do this. It would be great. Yeah, I don't want to get rid of this show at all.
2: No. I, you can't,
0: I'm incredibly fortunate, but we all have mortgages to pay. We all have bills to pay. And if the deal worked out for 1090, just so anybody hears it here first, I told Steve Woods today, because he called, we were chatting and said, what do you think? I said, dude, you have to go find it. I'm going to say this too, since we're 10 minutes into this thing. Look, man, there is somebody in Toronto that's incredibly special to yeah. me. And I don't know, but I'm I'm gonna chase that. I'm gonna chase that and whether that ends takes me to Toronto or somewhere else, or or could end up DOA. But I'm chasing that too. And when that happens, and I know Dave and I will talk about a very, for me, a very eventful Father's Day, not so great, that became kind of cool, um, it was really confirmed in the last 24 hours for me. And at that point, if I'm in Toronto or somewhere else starting a new life, fuck, I can't be chiming in here talking about shit Kevin Ac wrote or anything else. So we'll, dry, we'll ride this fucking horse into the ground. But at some point, if that happens, dude, you got to go for it. It'd be great. I'll fucking rag you every day about your (laughs) shitty show. But I, I just so because I know how social media works and I you heard it from me directly. Yeah, I don't know where it's at. If anything goes there, it's weird to me that we haven't heard anymore after Scott was very loud pounding the drum. I don't know. I think if that- the
1: coronavirus has a lot to well, do with yeah. when are you going to launch? I mean, the same reason right. I think 1360 hasn't moved into the 760 True. building
0: is that they're waiting to strike while the iron's hot. Well, and there's so many different things, Dave. You just said it. We have a situation. Man, I think pencil to paper, I was scheduled to be on the road at least seven different weekends this year. Right now, I don't think I go on the road till May of 21 at the earliest. Wow. Um, Matt Sorum, drummer of Guns N' Roses, The Cult, the whole thing, wrote a book. He was scheduled July 14th to do a book signing in LA at Book Soup. And I said to the guys at work, I said, Look, my kids are going to be out of town. I go, I'm going, man. I just, I worked nonstop through this. I've been very fortunate to do it. And I said, I'm uh, just understand, I'm getting out of town for a couple of days. Fucking Matt Sorum's like, dude, I'm not releasing the book right now. I can't go to New York. L.A. shut down. I'll release it in 2021. So if the management team, Dave, if you're right, the management team at, at the new 1090 is like, you know and again, what? Again, I haven't
1: spoken to them. I'm no, I got gotcha. you. Yeah.
0: But if if the speculation, if you and I are guessing right, yeah, it would make sense to say, let's just Wait. Let's just wait and see what happens. But I, I, fucking got a huge kick out of that. I, you know, today. I, I did not. No, <laughs> I
1: was, and I got, and a bunch of people who are who are good guys. You know, you have miserable Padre fan and sure. H J Preller and Drunk Flannery, and I'm I'm sitting there texting these guys or direct messaging, going, "What are you hearing?" You know, like I was a little, uh, little confused on what the hell's happening. All of a sudden, I'm looking at yeah. my phone. I will say this about Scott is Scott is, I think, ahead of the game on a lot of things. Yeah. A- and you could say whatever you want about Kaplan. He's always done a good show in this town. He's always going to been about the brand. He sat right in here and talked been about the great brand. great to us. He talked about staying ahead as far as the way radio has changed. And he's done a great job with, with the video and subscribers and everything else that goes with it. So Scott's really, really a smart guy and willing to take chances. And at the same time, he's, you know, you got to think, here's Scott who's gone through a divorce, you mm-hmm. know who you know what, that, what that's oh, like. Yeah. That's not an easy time in your life. You have kids that you have to take care of and make sure that yep. they're okay. And then you have Padilla of Browner that he's yeah. taking care of at so the same two time. Two more though. kids. Two more kids you're taking care of. Scott has has done a great job. I have nothing negative to say about Scott or, or 1090. At the same time, I will tell you, I, I said to him, we're, we're, we're talking as far as saying, I've never done a show without Jeff. I, I didn't yeah. say 100% I'm out. I didn't do that movie. You and the him. bulldog. The bulldog and I. We didn't we didn't do that move at all. But if I, there's ever going to be an announcement, if that's the case, I would yeah, tell man. you right here first. I, and first of all, I would talk to Jeff before I talk to anyone Steve, else.
0: Steve Woods threatened yeah. to punch
1: you. <laughs> he threatened you with violence. Go today. Ahead.
0: Go, go ahead.
1: ahead. Right. You fucking double deuce. Go ahead. This is post. Here's here's the funny thing. Can you imagine if all of a sudden I signed a deal and didn't tell you?
0: Oh, I would. No, but like I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean,
1: but the relationship you and I have, I tell you, I'd I guess what I agreed to a deal, and I didn't tell Jeff. No, here, that's that's yeah, crazy as hell. But Jeff's absolutely right on a couple of things. One is you got to figure out if you want to keep doing this business, and right. two is is the business going a direction you feel comfortable in? Because our comfort right. zone has always been what we're doing right now.
0: This is no, all I want. No do. cameras, just nope. sitting
1: there doing the doing a radio show. Yeah. And so that's always been the comfort zone. And can you say, you know what, I'm I'm willing to go part of the next wave, or you sit there and say, you know what, I'm fine doing this. And yeah. if Jeff went to Toronto and said, Hey, I'll do it over the phone, you guys would never fucking know.
0: No, you wouldn't know the whole deal. So we had been here Sunday nights and Sunday was Father's Day. It's really not too difficult to imagine uh what the day was like yesterday for Dave. Also um, while I'm thinking about it, uh, just a thought to our friend Katie Temple, who went through the first Father's Day without her dad yesterday. And I texted her in the morning and said, hey, I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about your brother, Josh. And she wrote me back and she said that was much more difficult than I even imagined it was going to oh be. Gosh,
1: you're in- she wrote me yesterday. I'm sorry, I'm going
0: to cut you off. She no. wrote
1: me last night and I didn't even think about that. And I feel like a horse's ass. I'm trying to think of what I did right back to her. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, and it's just, uh, Dave, I'll start with mine, and then we'll get to yours. Yes, of course. Um, the weekend started off pretty cool. On Saturday, we did something we hadn't done for a while, and that was we rented a hotel, my sons and I. And, but we went a little nicer in Carlsbad. We got a little nicer hotel, uh, beautiful pool area, right? We watched some UFC had pizza delivered over. That's cool. Watched Weird Science, which my sons no had way. never seen, with Chet Bill Love. Paxton. So fucking funny. Do they get it? Do they were they laughing? Well, I mean, the funny thing is, Dave, that movie came out in 1985, so the old school computers where you yes. got to plug the the <laughs> phone handle in and the shitty graphics, like bad. And it's not as funny as probably we all thought it was when it came out, especially after seeing stepbrothers and other things. But they thought it was pretty funny. Good. Yeah, they thought it was
1: pretty do they funny. Li- do they like the bar scene? Where oh, my God. Anthony Michael is tanked?
0: Yes. They laughed and laughed and laughed, especially when he's in the back of the car. They love Chet blowing <laughs> cigar smoke in their face. You tell them that's Mike Costa's older brother, or Mike Dude, Costa was Chet? That is Mike Costa, 100%. And then, uh, and then it rolled into Sunday. And it was funny. I was thinking about this, and I was like, I don't know how much of this story I'm going to get into. Fuck it. We tell you everything here. So the one thing I've tried to do, if you pay attention to this story, is out of respect to my kids, is I've tried to treat their mom really well yeah. during this thing. It's why she was invited to the Stones and Pearl Jam. And Mother's Day last month, man, we, we got a really nice carry-out lunch Um, she got flowers, she got earrings, she got a spa thing, the whole thing. It was about 350 bucks that we laid out. And it's not about the money. It was like, Hey man, I think she had a really cool day. Anybody who listens to this show for five minutes will hear Dave and I say, everybody has a birthday, but father's day is different. My dad was not a part of my life until I was 17 years old. My dad is much more friend than he is a father. My mom carried both of those parts. And so when Jack and Cade rolled in to the picture, looking at what Dave's relationship was with Josh and Jake, looking at what Mike's relationship was with Toph, uh, B-Dub's relationship with Graham, and the guy who was such a huge impact on me was Chainsaw. Chainsaw was fucking great because my kids were in the NICU, were working mornings. Fucking Chainsaw would walk me around that building all day because I was like, this is shit.
1: I remember you telling Costa and I,
0: I'm not going to make it. This sucks. I'm not going to make it. This is overrated being a dad.
1: And they fucking laughed and laughed and laughed. No, we were concerned because it's hard with one, let alone two.
0: Yeah, Chainsaw fucking laughed at me every time. He's like, you're going to be great. And I couldn't be more loyal to every one of these guys that I just mentioned. Brian Wilson, Costa, Dave, and, and Cookie because of what they did for me father's day for me is the day and you look at and you go okay cool well i hope this day is going to be great so my sons and i we get out of Carlsbad. uh we had we had breakfast brought in great breakfast and we head to coronado we head to coronado and there's a little park and the thing i said was all i want to do is wrap up this Don Winslow book that I've been reading for a month. I want to finish this, and then we'll figure out our plan. Dave, you understand it because you had sons that are around that age. These two guys at 2 o'clock yesterday could not have been bigger fuckheads. <laughs> they were the most... Anything they could do to be a fucking dick, they, it felt like they were doing to be a did dick. Did you have them from early in the morning, or did you have to go get them? No, I had them from... Uh, I had them from Friday night. Okay. So we'd been together from Friday night through uh, this point at two o'clock. They're being a dick to each other, and then they start being a dick to me. And at a certain point, you're like, you know what? Fuck it. And uh, I had said to their mom on Wednesday, I was like, hey, what's the plan for Sunday? And she said, oh, there is no plan. So I go, oh, that's pretty fucking cool, right? Kind of glad I got refunds right now for Stones and Pearl Jam and everything else. Uh, Did you say this, or are you just thinking it? I'm thinking it in my head. Okay. And uh, and like I'm like, there ain't shit. Like, nothing, right? I mean, you're just, is there a card? Is there anything? There's nothing going on. So as I'm driving my son's home, man, I lost my shit. And I said, you know what? For three fucking years, I've tried to do the right thing. I've tried to do the right thing for you guys. I've tried to do the right thing for her. I've looked at couples, and I go, nobody in that house gives a shit. Nobody in that fucking house gave a shit about today, and I don't fucking care. And I said to them, let me just make one thing clear before you get out of this car. Father's Day sucked. (laughs) And I go, I want you both to know Father's Day sucked. It's not that it was average. It's not that it was shrug. it It sucked. And I said, I blame both of you guys, and I blame her. Because I said, none of you made any fucking effort today. And I go, hey, man, that's fine. That's how the game is going to be played, right? So they get home. Was it quiet in the car after that? Oh, yeah. So they get home, and they get out. So then, Dave, probably like the wildest 24 hours of being a dad ever happened. I just kind of go. I'm chilling out. So you walked him into the house. I didn't even walk him in. I just dropped him off. Because, dude, I was. Did you even slow down the car? (laughs) Yes, I did. Slowed down the car. So I let him out. And uh, like the phone rings and it's her. Hey, we've got gifts for you. I'm like, well, I don't fucking. Now, fuck it. I'm all pissed. It's just going to be memories of a bad day. And uh, so about five hours go by. And at seven o'clock last night, my phone rings. And it's calling from my kid's number. And I'm like, I got to fucking answer this. So I answer it. and It's my son, Cade. And he goes, Dad. And I go, yeah. And he breaks down crying. And I go, are you crying? And he goes, yeah. And I go, I'm on the way over. Because to me, Dave, I'm like. Yeah, I understand. You you just don't, right? So I get over there. I get to the house. And uh, I just said, hey, come on out. And. Like his fucking brother, dude, his brother couldn't be less impacted by anything, right? Much more devastated by Seth Rollins losing the WWE championship (laughs) than anything going on with me. Which is, (laughs) when you know that's who he is, dude, it's so fucking funny. Like, there's nothing that impacts that kid. He could not, he's fucking Spicoli. But I'm like, all right, well, fuck, at least I know who he is. But Cade the older of the two is really upset and he comes out and he's crying and he starts talking the whole thing about everything going on. And I, I get Jack in the car too. And, uh, kind of driving. It's a little quiet and he just starts to apologize. And he gets, well,
1: good. I'm saying say good. What I'm saying is what you said hit home. Oh yeah. They dropped well, the ball.
0: and then I fucking find out, And he said, "Um, can we pull over because I have something for you? And I said, yeah. And so we pulled over and there was he had a Barnes and Noble bag in his hand. And this Barnes and Noble bag looked kind of beat up. And he said, I got this for you. And it's the book about Kobe Bryant. Oh, that's cool. But then I found out what he did. And when I left them, he's like, what are you going to do? And I said, you know what? I don't have jack shit to do. I'm all heated up. (laughs) I said, I'm going to go to my fucking storage unit because I got to find two things. So my son had $40 in his wallet that he's had in his wallet since Christmas. He asked his mom to drop him off at Grossmont Center. His mom dropped him off. He's 12. Dropped him off at Grossmont Center. And he went into Barnes and Noble. He knew the book that I wanted was Wax Pack, the the baseball thing that we talked about. But Barnes & Noble at Grossmont didn't have it. So at that point, he started to kind of think, well, I guess I'll just go home. And the guy there, whoever it was, and God bless him, working at Barnes & Noble, said to my son, hey, do you want to go walk to the sports section? I can point you in that direction and see if there's something that your dad may like. And my son said, you know what, I would like that. And because we had been in L.A. and had been there after the Kobe thing and seeing the memorial made such an impact on him. My son bought the biography uh, Showstopper about Kobe Bryant. Cool. He then, because his mom had to run errands and he said, I just want to be here by myself. My storage unit is about a mile and a half from Grossmont Center. He thought I might be there. He walked in the heat. At about 78 degrees from Grossmont Center to my storage unit to see if I was there. Well, I wasn't because, like, everything in there is a memory of them. I was in a bad mood. And then he walked by himself two miles home, carrying the bag, carrying the book that he got for me. So, right before this had all been revealed to me, I get a text from Toronto. And Toronto says, uh, Hey, Had it been an amazing day. I said, no, the day was shit. The day sucked. The quote that I was given on the phone last night from my friend who's 90% Canadian, but 10% New York Italian, uh, I may get killed if I say this, but I don't really care. (laughs) You know, my fucking husband was a fucktard, but I made sure that Father's Day mattered. That's bullshit, and we're not going to let that stand. And I tell you, Dave, you know it, and I know it. When you find people that are in your corner on days that... Yeah. I've had worse days than yesterday, but I fucking laughed so hard. And then I found out what Kate did for me. Yeah. And it's like, dude, it changed the whole thing. So we went out. He and I sat out on the curb. We talked to 11 o'clock last night, and he cool. cried a lot. He cried a lot because his biggest concern is that I hate his mom. And his biggest concern is that from this time moving forward... I'm going to hate his mom and that the relationship with the maybe the only person he loves more than me is broken and he feels responsible for it. Does he, uh,
1: does he share that with her?
0: Um, like, I think he they kind of laid, her laid for, into her. Okay, yeah, I think I they, yeah, I think they kind of laid so into was, her. I'm
1: always hesitant to bring up, ask questions about what goes on in your yeah. home because you go above and beyond from, from outside. Again, I'm not talking to her, so. Yeah. But you buy tickets
0: to basketball games, right? And that to, shit's over. T- like they don't listen to this. That shit's fucking over. Okay. Like fool me once. This is the question I get all the time. People yeah. who know you and know me. Yeah. Does she
1: do the same for you? Does she buy tickets for you and say, "Hey, guess what? I have tickets. The four um, of us will go see."
0: She Red has Hot Chili done papers. not stuff like that because for me, when we were going to do the concerts, and we haven't. We didn't do the only thing we did was train because they liked them and those tickets were like 15 bucks. But um fucking train. Yeah, those fuckers. <laughs> the, the the train left the station. But for me, with the Stones and Pearl Jam and uh and the Tim McGraw thing, I was excited to take my sons to these three things and I didn't want to be the guy to say we're doing this yeah. and you're not in. I'll probably have a lot easier time doing that moving forward. Um, or I won't, we'll find out. But when you sit on a curb and you talk with your son and you, you go through a lot of things, but I'm just saying, Dave, I've never like when you, when you have fought depression and you feel this feeling of being alone a lot, you always feel like you're just fucking fighting this fight by yourself. And what I found yesterday is I'm not fighting it. And while I know you're there and Steve's there and yeah, fucking my son, Jack, at some point will be there. Even my ex would be there. The two I needed to be there yesterday, yeah, I understand were there, and not only were they there, but they fucking blew me away in the way they were doing' them. but but Dave, the fact that he went into his wallet with forty bucks and carried that bag looking for me at a storage unit in the sun, hot, then walks through the village by himself as a twelve year old kid right, five foot three, yeah. carrying this thing, like dude, I just it fucking blew me away, like nobody's ever done that for me, so tonight uh. He was calling because we went to the mall. We went to the mall tonight and said, you know what we're going to do? The one thing I had on my list was I said, I need a new pair of sunglasses. And I said, come on, we're going to go. We're going to get them. And I said, we're going to get them tonight because every time those are worn, I'm going to be reminded of how fucking lucky I am to be your dad. And so it was great, man. It's great. And I'm so... I talked to him a couple of times today, like he was so upset last night, Dave. I had to pull the car over twice because he's throwing up on the side of the road. Yeah. And as a dad, man, you go shit. And I told him, I said, I said, there's a poison that you're getting out of your system, man. I said, I went through it in February of 2018 and you're, you're going through it. And I go, the hurt, the anger is much deeper than what just happened yesterday and I said, we're going to get you there. So his mom took him today to the store and they got a journal and he started writing, Good. like not only the thing that he's sharing with me, but, but another one. And, uh, it was pretty incredible. But I, I tell you, man, it's just as a parent, when you go from in the afternoon to where you're so you're just fucking pissed, right? Cause you're like, it's not like it ruined my day, but you're yeah, like,
1: well, it, technically it did ruin your day. I mean, not only did it ruin your yeah. day, it's one of the, it's your favorite day of the year.
0: Right. And you're just like, but you, you know me. I'm like, well, I'm going to fucking light her up tomorrow night on the podcast. And I'm like, no, I won't. Fuck that. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who gives a fuck?
1: She's not listening. Yeah. No,
0: but it was shit. But I said to him, I go, you know what, man? Here's the thing. When it was all said and done, you, at 12 years old, saved the fucking day. Yeah. I go, it's the best day ever. And I go, I'm sorry for what we went through in the afternoon. I'm sorry for where you're at. But I'm like, I just couldn't be more proud of you. I couldn't love you anymore. And I go, that Kobe Bryant book will, for the rest of my life, be the favorite book that I have on my bookshelf. So when that picture is here tonight, yeah, it's really cool. And I said, I've got a lot of friends that are authors, Coyle, Winslow, Hamilton, all those guys. Love them all. Great dudes. There will never be a book that I will love as much as that Kobe Bryant book. That's cool. And I didn't even have it on the list. He picked it out. Here's the funny not not
1: nothing's funny about anything but what here's the thing uh, I like about Kate a lot is yeah. he has feelings he's in touch with the feelings he yep. doesn't suppress his feelings. Yeah. People ask me about the show all the time. Like people yeah. who know you and I will call me who, who listen to the show and we will call and ask yeah. always about how you're doing and how yeah. Jeff's kids are doing cuz you, you you've been great on sharing. And I, this is what always comes back. Kate's not you don't have to worry about Kate. Yeah, Cade's Cade's gonna figure out where his feelings I are. I go. He wears a wears everything on a sleeve. The only uh-huh. problem he ever has to worry about in life is letting people in to to hurt him. And right, and you have to sit there and say so you've be real careful who you let into your circle because you're gonna wear your your yep. but You're also gonna be the guy that sleeps better at night.
0: You aren't yeah. gonna suppress everything. Right, you're He'll gonna live sleep a long like time. a rock. Yeah.
1: And so Cade's going to be fine. I had this conversation with Josh, actually. We yeah. were talking about it today because Rita's family, she grew up with a Navy dad. Mm-hmm. A lot of people grew up with military parents, especially in this town. And, and yeah. my dad wasn't a military guy, but my dad was the old school dad where a father was only there as a provider. He mm-hmm. wasn't there for that relationship with the father and son yeah. like it is now. You're seeing a lot of great dads out there. You and I know a lot of great right. dads. Right. Awesome. There weren't a lot of great dads. I think when we were growing no. up, no, they were the guys that worked their asses off Monday through Friday, had their dinner, had their beer. At get night. the
0: fuck out of my chair!
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, da- my dad, my dad was the king of the one finger up in there. Yeah, and he'd go, "I'm watching something," oh, and then boy. He, and then you get to the commercial. He goes, "I like this commercial," and one finger. Oh shit! You never, shit. you never got a chance to, to say things. And I said yeah. to to Josh and Rita was in the car with us. And I said, things have changed dramatically for yeah. the better dads have become much better in the next excuse me in the last 30 years than what i think people had known previously to know how yeah. important the father figure is in the house oh yeah and it it has changed i mean you say it i say it too nothing i take more pride in than being a dad right and i, I remember when i was a kid going i'm going to be the dad i wish i had right so i told him yesterday someone so, said to me when my dad passed a couple of years ago they said um Boy, your dad must have been uh, a huge influence on you becoming the dad you are today. <laughs> and I said, You know, he is, but yeah. for not the reasons you think. I didn't learn and watch. I learned on what I didn't want to be. That's,
2: right. what, that's yeah, what it was. I so mean, he, he basically did yeah. help
1: me become the dad I wanted to be, but not because I followed in his footsteps. He was nothing like me. He said to me one time when he was sick, and I know he wanted me to let him off the hook, he said to me, You're a much better father than I ever was yeah, to you. I remember and it. I remember he wanted me to say, no, you were great. But yeah. It. And and people would say, you're going to let him off the hook ever before he dies? And, and I said, I don't plan on it.
0: Yeah. You know? my, my dad was different. I didn't know my dad till I was 16. My parents went through a horrible divorce. Um, I still, I don't resent a lot about my mom, but my mom didn't let me have any relationship with my dad's family. My uncle Jim was a high school football and wrestling coach for 30 years in Minneapolis. He's one of the greatest people I've ever known in my life. And he would have been an incredible male influence on me as a young kid. I could have gone to all those games and been a part of it because my Uncle Jim had two daughters. And so he and I were always close. Um, My Aunt Maxine is about as fucking cool as anybody that's ever walked this planet. Lived in Minneapolis, New York, Philadelphia, did a lot. And I didn't have any relationship. That wasn't fair. Where my dad really, really stepped up is when I got out of high school and I was a fucking dipshit, my dad and I would spend weekends together all the time in L.A., but we had never really lived together. It was get there Friday night, late train, home Sunday, listening to Big Joe. And uh, my dad was living in London for business, and he said, hey, come over. And I lived there with my dad. Goddamn, Dave, we had the best time. And I, but I got a job within the first seven days that I was there working for Mickey Duff and Mike Barrett, uh, boxing promoters, and I was gone five nights a week. And my dad's like, I, didn't even, I saw you more in San Diego. <laughs> but he was proud, and my dad's always been a huge fan of yours. He's always been a huge fan of mine. He supports everything. But it's like I was saying to my sons yesterday, look, I, I don't go to my dad for financial advice, yeah. chick advice, anything else. My dad and I couldn't be tighter. But he's much more a friend than he is a dad. And I'm sure he looks at the relationship that I have with Jack and Kate, and maybe he looks and goes, God damn, I probably should have had it. But we live our life, no rear-view mirrors. Yeah. We can't fix
1: it, so let's just have a better day tomorrow than we had today. Do you remember the first time you went to spend time with your dad, 16, 17? Were you nervous? Yeah.
0: No, I was super excited because I had a stepdad for a couple of years that was a complete cock, and uh, he just was a fucking dick. And my dad, I knew my dad wasn't that guy. Like, my dad and my mom had no relationship. Look, man, my dad tonight, if we were in L.A., my dad is 78 years old. He will take you to the Rainbow and the Roxy in L.A. on Sunset Boulevard. And the other thing that I loved about my dad, uh, I mean, my dad's still with us, thankfully. When I was 19 and 20 years old, my dad, maybe this is where the Jeannie Pepper thing comes from. My dad has had <laughs> a lot of black girlfriends, including yeah. when we were in London and everything else. Yeah, And I was so incredibly lucky from the time I was probably 15 or 16 that so many of the people that I would meet and we would go to dinner with in Los Angeles were people of color. And they loved me and treated me great, including... My dad's next-door neighbor for years, Dave, was the guy who sings Walk the Dinosaur, Sweet Pea. Really? And Sweet Pea's been the backup singer uh, for Lyle Lovett, and the big band, for years. Dude, just the fucking best. And my dad and Sweet Pea and I would go to the Rainbow and go to the Roxy and do all this shit. I was like 22. (laughs) Um, All these nightclubs, man, where my dad and I were the only two white guys in that club, and we were just treated as family. That is cool. So he taught me early on, like, be fucking cool because these guys are great and you're going to be better for knowing them. So I was lucky in that sense that he showed me – what I needed to know. And that, and that started when I was a kid living in London. Um, same thing, String Fellows, Hippodrome, all these clubs in, in the late 80s London, man. I had a free pass into all of them. My dad's a nightlife guy. But uh, but I don't know, man. He might just look at it. Loves my kids. He's yeah. crazy about my Great sons. My grandfather yeah, crazy about
1: him. So, um, it's great. I, I love your parents. Your your dad yeah. sends me emails all the time. Yeah, it's
0: great. Yeah, oh, he, dude, he sends us Radio Ink shit I every day. It. Like we, I love it. it. But I don't even go out of my way to look it up. So it helps me that he finds it. For yeah, us. all the time, every day. We're, we haven't gotten him for a while, and uh, and my mom couldn't be a bigger yeah, your fan mom of him. A great
1: note yesterday too.
0: Yeah. So, no man, I just tell you, it was, it was crazy. But what happened at about five o'clock yesterday afternoon, where I just. You kind of needed a laugh, right? I I was saying
1: you aren't wrong, dude. Just
0: so you know, I
1: mean you aren't uh, you aren't wrong to be upset. Yeah, and here's I mean from an outsider looking in. Yeah, they're young. That's, yeah, that's where the mom steers them in the right direction. Right,
0: because that's what I did. But what I said to Kate last night is I said, "Kate, the worst day of my life was the Friday in Los Angeles." Well, I said actually the worst day of my life is the day I dropped Kate off for the first time. It was President's Day. We had just seen Black Panther. I couldn't do a fucking show that night. You know, I was fucking devastated. The second worst night is uh forty eight hours after Erica jumped off the bridge in LA. And I sat there.
2: My dad, you know, hey, what about the Lakers? Get over there. I just yelled at my dad. Go stand over there. I'm not doing this right now. My dad just shuffles off.
0: Uh didn't get it right? I'm so fucking mad. And uh and uh, I'm sitting there, and it's about 5 to 7. Yeah. And I know in five minutes that it's going to be exactly 48 hours since she jumped five feet behind me. And I'm sitting there, and my fucking phone buzzes, and it's the girl in Toronto who's currently at that time a trainer for the Oshawa Generals. in the second period, I went and looked it up. The game's 2-2. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm on this fucking buzz bench. Trying to figure shit out. And she goes, I'm just telling you I'm there with you. And you just go, God damn, man. Cool. So that's the thing, Dave. When you just, when somebody is there for you and and I, I made it really clear to my sons last night. I go, look, I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to try to make it work. But I said, here's another fucking thing that I want clear. I left his house in February of 2018. She came into my life November of 2018. And fucking nine months later. For nine fucking months, I lived alone in my head and in reality. And in November, she fucking walked in. How the fuck she found me, I have no idea. And I go, it changed my life. So I don't want to hear shit that I ever did anything or I was disrespectful or anything else. Got it? Now, the great thing is... um. They love her and she loves them. Yeah. And if that if it ever goes anywhere, that'll be a very smooth transition. But yeah, man, I just I sat there and I just Dave. I'm sorry, man. When a 12 year old kid carries oh, yeah. a bag and a book, his fucking brother was probably fucking around on a tablet watching YouTube videos. Did His
1: brother know that his other brother ran out the door to help you out.
0: No, <laughs> no, can didn't, didn't give less of a shit. <laughs> but
2: i'm sorry like
0: you just at a point you're like dude if he ever changes then i'm gonna be nervous oh my gosh and he goes uh so i'm just i'm just fucking lighting him up today right i'm like boy that was pretty amazing what Kate did yeah i go what do you think of doing well i didn't have access to my wallet i go just then and for the last year no just yesterday I go, did you have access to it on Thursday? Oh, yeah, sure. And he goes, you know what I'm going to do, Dad? And he goes, this is what I'm going to do. I got a couple of GameStop gift cards in there, and I'm going to give those to you. I go, you can give them to me because I'm going to buy games for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm giving GameStop yes. gift cards to my dad, who's 13. I, right. I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. He may be... Quiet. He, he should may- be a professional poker player. He's just face. Dude, he's unbelievable, this fucking guy. But I will say this about my son, Jack. There's never been a minute of that kid's life where I know he doesn't love me. hundred yeah. percent. And the thing that that guy does, even as he grows like a root, he uh, will be at the mall and he'll grab your hand. He'll still grab your hand and walk with you. Uh, when we were... In Coronado yesterday in the morning, he just comes and I'm reading a book. I'm sitting there and he comes up behind me and he's just got his arm kind of around your shoulders. And he he couldn't give less of a fuck if anybody shows him showing affection to his dad. Good. So while he may not say it, I there's never been a minute where I don't know that um, the fucking kid loves me like I love him. He just,
1: yeah, he just... I tell you what, man, I'm a huge fan of anybody, any age, where people don't care what other people think.
0: Oh, he couldn't give less of a fuck. He is the captain of zero fucks given. Life's too short. Right, but he'll walk with you in the mall and grab your hand. He doesn't care like he is a kid and arm around you, the whole thing. So, yeah, but it's like where his brother's crying and throwing up the whole thing. I think Cade said to me today, he goes, this fucking Jack, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. And I go, what happened? And he goes, uh, he goes. I'm sitting here today, and he goes, I'm just writing in the journal. I'm trying to figure it all out. And he goes, fucking Jack walks by me and looks and goes, God damn, are you done crying? Dude, that's what you would have said. I'm about to say, which
1: one is he? He's, dude, that's exactly what you would have said. And I go, that
0: fucking guy. And I go, don't listen to that asshole. And Cade's died laughing. He goes, goddamn! He goes, I told him, get the fuck out of here. They're Because I don't know if he cussed that. Come on it. at that age, you know it goes. Yeah, when your parents aren't listening. Yeah, he goes, get the hell out of here! But he's like, yeah, fucking you, guy, didn't walk by. But here's the thing, they, they <laughs> That's last night. Part of the story right there. The, well, this, <laughs> I almost forgot the best part. I'm driving them home. And, uh, and Cade's getting sick, and we're only about 200 yards from the house. But he goes, Dad, i gotta, I got to walk home. Well, it's 9 o'clock last night. I go, Jack, you got to walk with him. And I started laughing. I'm like, what do you think somebody thought if they just see me drop these yeah, two guys off? Should. Get the fuck out. They're walking down the middle of the street. But Cade's like, dude, I'm going to throw up again. He said to me, he goes, uh, he goes. you know what was really cool? Is he said, uh, I said to Jack on the walk home, he goes, dude, at some point, mom and dad are going to be gone. And he goes, we better fucking make a pact right now that we'll always have each other's back. And he said, Jack said 100%. Oh, good. So that was cool. Yeah. Until today when he's like, God damn, are you done? (laughs) Which is great. And he goes, yeah, I laughed about it. It was funny as shit. So that was my father's day. It wasn't quite what I expected, but it ended huge. So enough of that. How was it?
1: We um we, we decided to go to LA. I told you uh told you the other day we decided to go to LA because that was Jake's favorite place. Number one, I love going to LA. But I, right. Jake and I we, we always loved going. He always asked me to go and we would shoot up different places that he wanted to see and that was always um always great. You know, certain stores we'd go to, most of the stores Jake mm-hmm. liked were closed. It was one of the main areas on Fairfax where you know you saw the looting going on and you saw yeah. the boarded up windows. But uh, we decided to go because we said we're going to make this a yearly thing as long as we can to keep coming to Los Angeles. And yeah, I know one day Josh is going to have someone serious in his mm-hmm. life and he's going to get married and have kids and it's going to be tougher to do it. But Reed and I will continue to, to go ahead and make this move. So last year we did it. We went um, downtown L.A. as we say, sit in a nice hotel downtown. Yeah. And we were on those damn bird scooters for the first right, time. You right, know, right, I was zooming around yeah. and my wife's just flying. I was worried she's going to eat shit. How about that? Did that surprise you a little bit? Yeah, she shocked me that's she, great she, she shocked for me her. that she's just gunning it fast as she could then we were right in front of staples center when it was announced that anthony davis had been traded oh yeah and that was fucking nuts that we yeah. were right there Love and it. then uh last year i you guys have heard the story that we went to dodger stadium they mm-hmm. let us play catch on the field and i oh, took jake's shit. ashes and i uh buried him in left field yeah and uh, and that was that was cool but um completely illegal and uh <laughs> So we went up this time. We said, we'll stay by the beach. So we oh, we nice. got a hotel by the beach by Venice, Santa Monica, where you could literally walk 20 yards to the sand. How know? great. And so you
0: get up there what day, Friday? We got up
1: there Saturday morning. Okay. So we're up there by 11 o'clock Saturday morning. First thing we did is we walked the beach, you know, three miles each way. There was It was right. so empty because of, it wasn't bad. The freaks were still out, which is what sure. you want to see, but it wasn't normal Venice beach where it's just crazy.
0: And, but Dave, not to interrupt, but yeah. at that point, you can see what we always see in every movie, right? Where yeah. you're seeing the pier and the Ferris oh, yeah. wheel and everything. Yeah. I mean, I got to think all that's probably not going it was, on. It was, yeah, all that was closed.
1: All that was closed off, but it was... But you know, lit up? Do they at least have the lights on? you remember? God dang, I don't remember. Because at nighttime, we didn't go by that. It, it okay. must have not been lit up yeah. because I would have seen it. Shit, okay. Um, so we, we walked that. We came back, bought the picture that you see over here that we were just talking about. And then we... Um, we went out to this Mexican restaurant, which was outstanding, that David Singer recommended off of Pico. And, oh, great. Uh, that was great. And then, believe it or not, my wife went and got a tattoo.
2: No way.
1: Yeah. And anyone who knows Rita knows she's as conservative as can be, but she got a, a J with like angel wings with it for Jake. And she's been talking about it. I was like, she's never going to fucking do it. She's been yeah. in like three tattoo parlors, <laughs> watch that every fucking time. No way. And she ended up getting a, getting a tattoo. Where'd she put it? it's on her left hip okay it's not big it's, it's small but it's on sure. her left hip about the size smaller than the size of your palm okay and, great um, how'd she just, do with that dude it, it's funny we have a great pain tolerance i think in this family because when i got mine it didn't hurt josh yeah. just had a few nothing jake i went with him my left arm matches jake's arm yeah and uh jake slept th- for three hours the whole time they did it the guy's <laughs> like dude he's passed out like he's not passing he's snoring he's sleeping yeah like, he, he feels no fucking pain what he's the kid that kid. when you go get the shots as a little kid as a baby yeah never cried and i was like this kid's pain tolerance is insane yeah so uh but yeah she's same thing she's like dinner josh asked her on a scale of one to ten how about it hurt she goes less than a five like it was how nothing. long did it take an hour you know it took so, about an hour
0: so did they draw it or did she have a stencil had, ready to
1: go no she they drew it they, they created a four and god so, did she
0: love it immediately
1: she wasn't sure, and then the next day she definitely did. On Father's Day, she definitely Good. looked at it and goes, "I'm, I'm happy. I got it." Yeah, that's great. And so we, um, that was our our Saturday in LA, and then we um, Sunday morning. I was the first one up, went in the bathroom, and and major breakdown. Right, and it, just like last year, which I didn't. One thing is you don't you don't feel these coming. When Jake first passed, it felt like your tear ducts are just broken. Tears just roll down in my face now. I can't even control it. Like if I just think of something sad. My eyes just start just watering out like it's a broken faucet. Like I can't even control mm-hmm. it. Um, and this one was all of a sudden everything was great, and then it just turned like a violent. Like I couldn't breathe without Jake. Yeah. And um, I was looking through pictures, and it was hard. And and uh, I remember Rita knocked on the door. She's like, "Hey, I think I'm gonna go downstairs get some coffee. You want anything?" I go, like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like that. Like, calm down. Not now. And I opened. <laughs> I'm gonna the door, go on step you up. Can see, I was bawling on the other side of that door yeah. when I opened the door and um and then you know it's it was tough i mean people have been so nice about sugar and our dog yeah. and our dog was really important i understand that a dog is a dog but this dog was his family and as close to jake as any dog right, right, right there if you look to your right jeff oh you say,
2: damn
1: so the the ashes are right next to where jeff's sitting right oh, now damn that's awesome and so um but but yeah i was like man i go it sucks losing sugar one week and then father's day's the next but there are three days that get me it's yeah. uh Father's Day, obviously, is a huge breakdown day. And then um, Jake's birthday surprised mm-hmm. me last year, how tough that was. And then the day passed, or the, the three toughest days of the year mm-hmm. for me. but uh, And for his mom, too, and for Josh as well. Josh holds things in um, pretty well in front of us. But um, Josh made the day great yes- uh, yesterday and today. Yesterday, we we got in the car, and we just started driving L.A. Side streets all the way through nice. to, to West L.A., through Hollywood, through we had breakfast at Norm's. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, at yeah. Norm's. And it was like one of the only things I opened, I was laughing. Because Jeff and I used to come here and laugh at this fucking slogan on the fucking menu. <laughs> and um it was uh it, w- it was a good time. Beverly Center was it was fifty percent closed, wow. you know. But we walked through that and then we went through Hollywood, went to Tommy's, you right. know, um, which was, you know, our, our one of your favorite places with me. Yeah. And, and Josh and Jake loved it too. Rita, of course, didn't eat that shit. She walked into the Chipotle and ate that in there. We're like, what the what fuck are you doing? On? Yeah, no, what are you doing? They're going to kick you right out. You go sit in the fucking car and eat your Chipotle. <laughs> and then Josh and I have been watching The Office because you guys watch yeah. The Office. So we, um, Josh goes, you want to go see The Office? And I said, look it up. And it was like seven miles from us. We oh, went, no kidding. Yeah, I posted it right before you walked in here. But it's a picture of Josh and I standing in front of The Office.
0: No shit. Yeah. I didn't even know
2: it's right there. Uh,
1: dude, it's not only if you go to the valley and you can go see it. And it's funny, three cars pulled up. Yeah. On Father's Day too. One people drove one group of people drove all the way from Savannah, Georgia. No way. And uh the guy wouldn't even get the fuck out of the car for his girl and we're like, "Dude, we'll take the pictures for you." And Dick. The, and they have the, the chilies and the bar and where Pam and, and It's all right there. Dude, they where they all live and everything. It's right there, dude. Like you can I no told Josh Rita's like this is the biggest waste of fucking time. <laughs> and I told Josh, one day you and I are gonna come up here and we're just gonna fucking hit everything. I'm in. We're gonna we're absolutely we're gonna go to Marty's house, Kate back will to go the too. future. All that shit. Oh fuck yeah. I said, I could do this all day long. Just go ahead and go to places nice. where, where things happen. And so uh but, Me and Kate just invited ourselves. Go we're ahead. Going. You're welcome. Yeah so it was it was a blast man we had a great time we um we, we come back sun setting we go on a six mile bike ride on the oh, beach dude perfect. um come back R- Rita drove like right into a fight like they're they're like six what? six guys fighting it, it sucked because there's a big black lives rally um going on at the same time okay Three black guys as soon as it ended just start fucking throwing punches oh shit. right on right on the street and I was like how can you guys be fighting what right happened now? I have no fucking idea. All I know is Rita's riding the bike, and like six guys are like exchanging punches, and she's right in the middle, completely oblivious.
0: Completely oblivious. <laughs> like, Goddamn What Dave. the
1: fuck, Josh? Because you're know, lucky where you weren't punched, right? Like you didn't fucking land on the other side of a right hook. And so, uh, and so, we're sitting there. we we go through. We go back to the hotel, sunsetting. We're on yeah. top of the roof. A couple drinks. Nice. Crystal Fernandez reaches out. She no. goes, "I see oh, you're right. in town. Why don't you come?" See us oh, no uh, way. Uh, in, Palisades? in Palisades, and I was, and we. The not, day was so long. We we're gonna get up super early today, and I, I said, to "Crystal, and it's late." I said, "Any other time?" She goes, "You guys are invited. We got two spare rooms. Yeah. You guys coming up?" And her, she's married to uh, Darren Dreyfurt who I couldn't be a bigger fan after the fact. He they came to my son's funeral. I'm telling you, never two met of the, the best guy. He gave me the the hardest hugs and felt horrible He's for me greatest. as a dad. And so, uh, super uh, super cool. And then uh, this morning, man, we got up very early. And we're going to walk the Hollywood. Oh, sorry. We went to Griffith Park, too. I'm so yeah. Sorry, Beautiful. Which is cool. Um, so we, we walked the Hollywood sign. Fucking. I knew Josh. There are three different ways to go. There's like a two mile walk, a three mile he walk. He wanted the one behind. The six mile walk. He goes, oh, it's a short one. Bullshit. It was six fucking miles. Three miles, three and a half miles because we walked behind the sign. Did you get pictures up there? Yeah, we got pictures. I posted them on, on the thing today. Okay. And. Um, it was fucking hard, dude. I mean, I'm, it's that to grind, getting up dude, there? It's hard. It's not like anyone said, hey, let's do that. You better be in fucking shape to do it. It's fucking hard to do. Okay. And it's three and a half miles, very steep, walking up that goddang uh trail. And we made it to the top. It's funny, we're almost at the top, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm getting pissed. Yeah. Like, we could go to the front of the fucking sign and save about a mile of walking straight up the hill. It's like walking up a ladder.
0: But it's insane, And
1: right? And I turn around, and there's a fucking three-year-old walking. And I'm oh! like, this fucking <laughs> cocksucker's <laughs> walking, too. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, I felt bad for the people who brought their dogs. I'm like, yeah. dude, how are you bringing your dog? So we get behind the sign, Josh gets up there, and he brought this brand new camera that he shared with you, and and Jeff and Josh are into photography, so they're talking cameras, and tells his mom, will you take this picture of me right here with the sign behind me? Takes like 20 pictures. He looks at him. It is (laughs) as straight as could be. It is pretty fucking amazing how you can manage to miss every fucking letter in the fucking Hollywood sign. And he just looks at me, can you believe this shit? I'm sorry. I'll try again. She, she feels so bad. Tries again. Every picture has his head cut off. <laughs> Will you look at this shit and tell me what's wrong? I go, your head's not any picture. And then the next 20 are just his ass. He goes, like, take it easy, perf. What's the deal with the fucking pictures? I'm not tall enough to get the Hollywood sign. And she, she, he's getting so fucking mad at her. It's ready to throw, throw off right down the hill. And it's... Just, <laughs> <laughs> just like, reminded me of that scene that she's having a baby. Right. It's amazing how my steak is fucking burnt, Char- yeah, burnt to a crisp <laughs> and blood raw on the other side. That was, that was him. He was so fucking mad at her. And then we uh, we, we walked on the hill. Obviously, Did he eventually
0: get the shot he we, wanted?
1: Because I got it. Because I was taller. It. I got it. So he got the shot that he wanted. But we went behind the Hollywood sign, and, and unfortunately, a little overcast. But you can see everything. You see downtown L.A., Griffith Park. You can How see late the can beach. How
0: can you go up there? Can you go up you, there at
1: night? You could. You just – there's a gate that locks. But you just walk around the goddamn gate. It's, it's the most yeah. ridiculous gate of all time. Um, but, yeah, you can go right up – we're right next yeah. to the towers, you know, the, t- the yeah. towers. But it's uh, – I recommend taking the shorter route unless you've been walking, like, your fucking front leisure fryer that you walk four miles a day. It was not fucking easy um how was the, it coming back down faster after yeah. a while though you your knees would hurt yeah your, it's steep dude your knees yeah. would hurt it's a lot of fucking uh, god, just
0: like the coolest spot in la yeah. they say it, right
1: it, oh it's cool again you look you can see and it's weird will you stand jeff you stand yeah. and you look to one side and you're seeing west la and everything from downtown yeah. to to the beach everything you want to see and then you turn around and you're seeing the entire valley
0: god it's unbelievable it is. man it's like yeah. a
1: 360 view of la yeah it's crazy so then we drove. We we walked down the hill. Took us about an hour to get down the hill. Drove straight back to San Diego and just beat the shit. Yeah. By the way, all of three of us were like, all right. Shower, eat, fucking go to sleep for a couple hours. But it was it was a great weekend, man. Josh really did a good job of just staying busy. Josh always good. has this saying: Of nobody remembers the day you stayed home, yeah." And um, you know, it was like I know if Rita and I were there, we would have done maybe a a third of what we, yeah. we did. So having Josh, it was great. Just like New York, man. Josh was pushing us to thirty thousand steps a day in New York City. Yeah, I mean, we, we just kept going and going and going. Um, but no, it was, dude, it was it was a great time, great great weekend, and um, I really did uh, appreciate the time, of course, of my son. And one thing is, as much as I miss Jake and all of us do, I never mm-hmm. want Josh to feel like he's not important. I mean, he's oh, of he's, he's, he's still here. The and best. I don't want him to sit there and go, you know, this this sucks that you don't uh, recognize. You got a son that's still here, so I, I never want him to feel that way. So it was it was pretty yeah, cool because
0: you guys are all in it together. Man. We're all,
1: we're all in the same shitty pain together. And a lot of people dads who reached out to me who had lost sons mm-hmm. over the last few years, and and it's it's part man. of the worst club of all time. I feel bad for every one of them, whether it's yeah. been fifteen years or or a month ago it is absolutely terrible it's a pain that doesn't go away and uh, and one guy told me he said uh, my mom and dad lost uh, their son when he was about 5 years old oh, and fuck. he said they've never been the same since and they're no. now in their 70s and he goes every day is like that they're still broken it's just it's a loss it that has never ever come back but no
0: i mean every every yeah dave you see every parent that has gone through that what you guys have gone through And that's, like, I know people mean it well, but when people are like, hey, how's Dave doing? You go, he's winning today, man. But he'll never, you'll never be the same. And how could anybody expect you to ever be the same? Nobody will ever expect you to be that way. The one that,
1: the one that, the future that that gets me, you mentioned it with your boys a second Mm -hmm. ago, when they said, you've got to make sure we have each other's back, and said Mm -hmm. 100%. When Josh gets married and it's time for that ring, yeah. Dude, it's going to be tough, man. When yeah. he, when he turns to his best man that's not there. That that one's going to kill me. Yeah. You know, that one's going to kill me. No one is, but he didn't have a best man. And he, I know he plans on not having a best man. He's going to leave it open. You know, he's yeah. just going to he said that's Jake's spot. So That's cool. That'll um, be great. But yeah, that that, that but, day is going to be, you know, a great day, but also a, a sad day as well.
0: So Uh the good thing is he has so many guys that you've obviously known since they were kids, but I've seen a lot more of in the last couple of years. Whether it's Eddie or Julian yeah. or so many of those guys, man, when when that day comes and you look at the guys that are standing up there, it's a really cool group. Yeah. Like, that's a really good group of guys. It is a great group of guys. And uh, and there, I I get it a hundred percent. But there's a lot of those guys. We go, man, that's a pretty good, it's a pretty good standing. Yeah, it it would never be the same. But if if you yeah. ended up with so many of the guys that have spent time in this garage that we've laughed with and joked around with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think anybody would be proud to know all those guys. You know, guys one of the,
1: the cool things is uh, people have heard me talk about Julian Escobedo for a long time because he's part of this family and some people know him from San Diego State and now he's with the Cleveland Indians. During this coronavirus, he's here every day. Him and yeah. Josh are, are here every he's day. He's here, yeah. You know, and, and Josh and him have become best of friends. I mean, it's he's almost best, it's weird huh? that Jake and Julian – grew up as best of friends and now yeah. julian's turned out like one of josh's if not his closest friend it has been great to see um the, the relationship so well for both of those guys yeah. I'll,
0: I'll say this for both of those guys two of the most impressive young guys that you meet right yeah. where you go dave josh is how old right now 26 <laughs> 26 julian's how old julian's 22 22 like you look at these guys and how together they are they have it you go
2: fuck man that's great yeah
0: like both sets of parents did an amazing job with those guys. They're, they're really, really fun. I want to bring this up real quick and yeah. just kind of change topics, but I've seen this thing a couple of different times tonight. It's shown up. Not a NASCAR guy. Me neither. I really haven't. I, I mean, it's been a, uh, about eight months doing some PR stuff for Kurt Busch and, but never dealt with him, just dealt with his company and they were great to me. Um, But, dude, this Bubba Wallace thing really bugs me. Oh, yeah, me too. Really, really is awful. And you see what's going on, and goddamn, man, like, I will just, I don't know. You just see so many people right now that that may not look like you, but, boy, it it doesn't take much to just say, hey, you hanging in. But I, I swear, Dave, man, I don't know, like, I wasn't moving and grooving, as the great Walt Frazier would say, <laughs> uh, in 68, but in 68, when Martin Luther King and, and RFK and everything was kind of going down, like I, I got to imagine this is what it felt like in the country, right? Like with segregation and and the lack of civil rights and so many different things going on.
1: You know, before this happened, by the way, not to cut you off, we no. did the show like two weeks before everything really hit the shits with George Floyd. Yeah, saying this country is more divided than ever, like in yeah. our lifetime, in our lifetime, and it, you can feel it. But you're seeing a lot of great things at the same time, right? You know, right now it's um, yeah. Last night I flipped the TV on like like you did, and I was like you're super pissed and yeah. and embarrassed.
0: Yeah. I'll say this, the other thing, too. Like, we've seen so much of the George Floyd thing. Here's a storyline that makes no fucking sense at all, right? They keep saying the cop, Derek, is it Chavis? I think I have that guy's name right, Derek Chavis. Uh, I think so. That's got his knee on his neck for for over eight minutes. And they talk about how these guys worked at the club and, and that maybe they knew each other. And it could have been some longstanding grudge. Well, I've watched the entire tape. Wouldn't you think, Dave, if that was the point, if that was the case at some point, George Floyd, and I'm not saying this to be funny, don't you think at some point he goes, Derek, I can't fucking breathe? Yeah, he would have said his name. Wouldn't you address the guy by name? It's a bullshit excuse. Right. So are are you and I the only two fucking guys that think like, okay, if I work with this guy at the club and I know this guy and we have some kind of history, like I'm going to say. I'm going to say his name. Dave, I can't breathe, dude. Dave, yeah, I'm fucking Dave. Come on, man, I can't breathe. It's, it's bad enough when it's a cop, but if it's somebody that you know, whether you had beef with him or anything else, you're saying his fucking name. You're screaming his name. But I, I, I just—it's horseshit. Yeah, it's
1: a horseshit deal. This Bubba Wallace thing. A couple things. One is, is as much as it upset you and I, and we aren't NASCAR guys. Yeah, if I'm part of NASCAR. I can't tell you I'm pissed off. Holy oh, shit. I mean, you got to think, if it's if it's one bad guy, fine, but the other guys all oh, got roped fuck. in. And I'm telling you, if you're NASCAR, the, the way you sit there and you, you fix it in Alabama is you say, we aren't doing any more races in Alabama. There are yeah. a lot of places that will take our races. Yeah. Fuck Talladega. I mean, fuck if you it. guys can't fucking figure it out, just like college football told yeah. in Mississippi, hey, until you fix your fucking fuck you. flag, there are no more yeah. championship games or anything that's going to happen in Mississippi. And uh, I love Marty Smith is on right now. Marty Smith dropped shit on SportsCenter yesterday. He did? Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, he's fired. And they're going to fire Marty Smith for saying shit. No. He was so pissed off as yeah. well. To see the, the drivers that came up and were hugging Bubba Wallace, yeah. it's great. I, I, it's so disgusting. And you hope it there are is. enough video cameras now that they catch the guy that did it. And, and fucking everyone will know, dude, you're a piece of shit. There's a Someone showed me a picture of a house in San Diego that had mm. three Confederate flags in front of their house. Wow. And uh, this was right before you walked in, too. And I just went, what the fuck is going right. on? What the hell's happening here?
0: Boy, if there's anything that says, hey, in case you're wondering, I'm a complete dumb fuck. Yeah. If you, that's the message you want to put out, put that Confederate flag in your window or, or on your truck and show everybody how you're old country. Yeah. Right.
2: You're old fuck country. Off. You're fuck
0: off. You fucking dick. You dumb shit. Yeah, the whole thing. So I just uh, I just saw that yesterday, man, and I just thought, God damn, I, I'm seeing this clip. I hadn't seen this of Richard Petty. Yeah.
1: Good Dude, for you. I, I didn't know if you knew who that was.
0: Come on. I not know Richard Petty. I watched Cars. <laughs> Dude, I remember as a kid when Cale Yarborough got in a
2: fight with one of the Allison boys. Yeah. Like, I loved Chris Econimacki as a kid. Dave, I got to tell you what I saw with Bubba Wallace made me sick. When I was a boy, all I wanted to do was go to Daytona. I (laughs) love Davey Allison. I love Bobby Allison. Cale Yarborough. The Waltrip boys are so solid. By the way, Dave, I'm very sorry to hear what happened to your family. Do you by any chance have any tickets to Frozen? For me and my nephews, is there a chance I could win one of those Golden Corral gift cards? How about a phone call from your friend Lisa Ann so I could jerk one out all over the park bench before calling it night-night? Um, And don't forget about the great Diana Nyad, you fuck. Does that impact my ability to win, Dave? Can I go over and maybe snuggle with Vera? Give her a little bit of what she's been looking for. You know what it is, Dave. Wink, wink. Little That's relief.
0: <laughs> I bet the mayor would just... I'm not even going to finish that. <laughs>
2: all, right,
1: all right. I want to to Dan Williams. Dan Williams is another great dad He's a well. great guy.
2: Dan Williams. Dan, do you have any money for me? <laughs> so I can stop using a fucking pay
1: Dan, Dan wants to make you debt-free. He wants to get you out of the rental market, and he wants to help you buy your own home. Right now, financially, how are things going for you? Could they be a little bit better? Do you have enough to retire on? It's time to talk about your finances with Dan Williams. 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813.
0: i tell you what, man. The, the craziest shit in the world, I keep making all my payments on credit cards Uh, now I'm slowly counting down the, the only money I'm waiting on right now is 575 bucks owed to me by the stones. Uh, Otherwise the Pearl jam money came in. The Tim McGraw money came in. Padre money came in. There was something else that I'd been waiting on that, that was going to come in. And, uh, all my payments are made. My other credit card, I'll use it for a hotel or anything else. I just pay that within three days. And somehow my fucking credit score went from 810 to 792. What the fuck happened here? What the fuck happened here? I'll tell you what, I'm going to drive over to that uh, Equifax office and somebody's going to get one right in the old eye socket. <laughs> um, but I'll say today, uh, tonight, go to the mall. And just trying to do this thing with my son, the guy goes, hey, man, you get a Macy's card, you'll take, we'll take 25% off. Yeah, fuck. Let's do it. Dude, get that Macy's
1: card. Everything, I That's where they're losing money. If you have a Macy's card, it's I just amazing.
0: got one tonight. I'd never gotten one, but for and I I don't go in there very often, but for different things for my son or whatever else. Yeah, they just sent me another twenty five percent off coupon. They always do. You, they, they come
1: nonstop. I don't know how it works.
0: Yeah, and and that's a store where you go. Well, I'm not gonna get in trouble in there, right? How often do you, what do you shop for in Macy's? I don't. What do they still sell? Dracar, <laughs> the last shit I bought in that place. 25 years ago. Find jeans for your kids. I don't know. Yeah. C, come over. A, alone. And now, canoe, canoe. <laughs> yeah, I'm not buying.
2: No, none of canoe this had.
0: Canoe sucked. Canoe sucked. All of it sucked. none of, But you know what doesn't make it a phone call to Dan Williams? None of what I just said had anything to do with what Dan can do with, for you. Just know that if you're trying to get your financial situation squared away, nobody can do it faster than Dan. 858-688-6813. Happy Father's Day to Dan as well. You know, what's well.
1: funny is the other day, I forgot to mention, yesterday I went into a Lululemon store, which I've never been in, in my life. Do you no. know what
0: Lululemon is? I remember that Bub's wife sold it, that Amber sold was it. Was that it? Yeah, what, remember she it? Okay. had it on the back of her window.
1: Yeah, okay, so here's the deal. It is supposed to be the most comfortable fabric going. All right, okay. and so I, I, get, <laughs> I get shit What'd given get? to me all the time about my fucking cargo shorts, which I still have like 20 <laughs> pairs of and okay. so the girl helping me out smoking hot you know she's, yeah. she's like 25 years old and she goes what can i help you with and josh had me go in the store he said i'm gonna buy you something i'm gonna buy you some lululemon shorts you got to change your game up and so i said well look at my fucking shorts i got, yeah. I got cargo shorts on i got the last guy to get a <laughs> get a hand job in cargo shorts is in vietnam that's it And so do you remember that line from super <laughs> fucking jody <laughs> Hill drops that line And so I'm like, so anyway, so I ended up getting his fucking uh, shorts and Steve Wood's direct message. This is a game changer forever for you. He says to me, he goes, dude, I've even gone with the boxers. And I'm like, the boxers must have cost 75 bucks. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck, Steve? Like, I'm like, this guy's out of control.
0: This fucking guy. No wonder Hannah's out selling houses all weekend. (laughs) No shit.
1: The guy's This $75 underwear. Yeah. Jesus Christ, so anyway, it cracked me up when you, just said, when you just said that, but yeah, fucking A, me and my fucking cargo shorts, gonna have to burn them in the backyard, Good. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Brian Curry, wanna thank him as well, man, he's the yeah. best when it comes to real estate, all over San Diego for more than 20 years, you name the neighborhood, the street you wanna live on, he will find you the great house that you've been thinking about, whether you're looking for a bigger house or a smaller house, Brian Curry is your guy, fantastic to deal with. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588.
0: The key, Dave, is buying a house and then using it as a rental property to pay off my cross-country inner border trips (laughs) back and forth from here to one of my favorite places, the great city of Toronto, Ontario. And that's it. But you can't have a rental property if you're actually renting the property. (laughs) So the only way you can do that Shockingly, is by buying a house. Uh, so great, man! I tell you what, the people that we have in this circle that reached out uh, to wish everybody a happy Father's Day, Brian Curry is one of those. But it is really a no-brainer to buy a house, have it. Uh, congratulations to so many friends too that you're seeing. Yes. Uh, That have been helped by Brian Curry. Man, I love it. And you should be next. Give Brian a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you and find that house of the dreams starting now.
1: Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. I know this Father's Day was important to him. It was a big year for him. Wow. Taylor May Pools, we tell you all the time how great it would be to have that perfect pool. You're seeing more and more public pools being closed down. Your community pool's not open. You go to the beach, that's hard. you got to yep. wear a mask at the beach. Nothing better than having that swimming pool. Look, it's not too late. Make sure Alan Taylor can build a pool of your dreams right in your backyard. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452.
0: Unbelievable special being offered tonight by made Pools. The one thing that I admire about Alan and his team is they're constantly looking for ways to go green and save the planet, and I was so excited to hear tonight for the first 15 people they call tailor made pools and offer, ask for the Dave and Jeff special. You don't need lights in the pool anymore. Alan and his guys are going to drop off three electric eels right there in your pool. They're going to light it up. Gorgeous. You can't believe the, the colors. Uh, just be careful. You may not want to let Aunt Louise in the back, but one of those little kids pees in the pool, brings that little nibble of corn out of those uh, shorts. That little nibble of corn's gone. Problem solved. But again, we only have 30 electric eels, two per customer for the first 15 to call. God bless Alan and Amy and Gavin, uh, not only on Father's Day, but for what they're doing to save the environment. Electric eels can be yours, but only if you're one of the first 15 people to call. <laughs> Terms and conditions listed at the Taylor May Pool <laughs> uh, website.
1: I want one person to call them. What's the deal with electric eels? He's going to go, Can what he? the fuck?
0: Amy answers the phone. Yeah. What do you
1: think she's going to say?
2: What?
0: Fucking
1: Dave and Jeff. That's just, <laughs> she'll laugh her ass off. One person call, please. Let me just know how go, it went. Hey,
0: Dave and Jeff. Hey, I'm really fascinated by a couple of different specials that Dave and Jeff mentioned. I love the idea of having a pool built in the silhouette of Pam Greer. Is that one still awful, uh, available? <laughs> And what's the deal with the electric eels? We love that you're going green and you're not going to put lights in. You're just going to drop a couple electric eels in. <laughs> now, will they light the entire pool or just a corner of the pool? And do I need to feed them? I love it. Kyle Flicker's your guy for that perfect
1: website. Brand new websites, brand new designs. Again, he can help your business grow. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621.
0: Such a big part of your business is the initial. It is. Being able to shop online, having access to everything, right? How quickly can you do it? Boy, you got to have Kyle set up that website. Uh, do what Dave and I did. We couldn't be more proud of the sites we have. Oh, and I have great news about our website. Great news about this. Um, this And this is legit. This is really exciting. I talked a couple of weeks ago about uh, during our time at iHeart, I would go out front. Dave and I would be walking out. And there were a couple of women that worked there, four of them, that for whatever reason would just let me into the conversation. Uh, Kim, Kim Gonzalez, Mary Woo, uh, Ruiz worked um, at the front desk. A lot of you probably met them over the years as you came to pick up tickets or prizes. Just fantastic people. Uh, Tiffany worked in promotions and my friend Jade, uh, who also worked up in promotions. Jade and I probably did five or ten events. um, These golf events, if you came out, she was there. And the thing was, she was so mellow and cool and did such a great job at every one of these events, I just couldn't be a bigger fan. I had said to Dave a couple of different times about a couple of different radio stations, hey, man, if we ever go to 1090 or anything else the first call i'm going to make is to jade because she's what i found is following her on social media she's so goddamn like fall over funny and her observations on everything going on in the world right now i mean she's a black woman who's i don't think she's 30 dave do you think she's 30 And she writes this shit about what is going on with her grandmother. So her grandmother's funny as shit and always giving Jade a hard time because of what she's going through on the dating scene. Then I don't know where she lives. She's moved twice, and everywhere she fucking moves, she's dealing with psycho neighbors. She posted a thing the other day that I didn't... i got to find this goddamn thing. I didn't bring reading glasses in here, of course. I'm blind as a fucking bat. But... um. She posted this thing that made me, goddamn. I told her, I said, Jade, shit doesn't make me laugh, but everything you write on social media lays me out. And the problem is her Twitter account is locked. So only a few people can see it, but I got to find this thing really quick. She posted this thing about a neighbor, and she has a white neighbor, this woman, who sings and is singing all the time. So, um... Uh so oh here we go. Uh a kid is so this is what she wrote last night. Oh no, baby. Not my neighbors. They have a kid throwing hard ass toys out the window. Okay. I'm fighting a child tonight. <laughs> Jade was ready to fight a little kid. <laughs> so then she posts this picture yesterday and it says, Hey, some of y'all's dad's looking kind of nice. Who wants a stepmom? Ha <laughs> ha <laughs> and then, but she posted about the Redskins, right, where they remove a monument of an ex-owner, and she's posted which I thought. So then, change your fucking name. Twenty twenty is a joke, right? This is the fucking thing that laid me out. She wrote, "My neighbor went from singing Sarah McLachlan to singing that depressing Evan uh, Evanescence song." She wrote, "Baby, I'm tired." <laughs> Oh, I reached out to her and I said, let me ask you a question. I go, you ever thought about writing blogs? You ever thought about just writing blogs with shit that's going on in the world? I go, I just couldn't be a bigger fan of yours. And I go, I just think you have a great voice. And I go, you're so f- fucked up. You're so goddamn funny and so well thought out. And she goes, you know what? I, I have my degree in journalism. Oh, good. And I said, here's the thing. I go, when my radio started and I was a producer and I didn't know yeah. shit, It started with Jagger and Christie. Jagger and Christie were the people that pounded the drum to the management team at KFMB, Bob Bollinger, Tracy Johnson, Dave Sniff, and said, you got to put that guy on the air. And I'm so thankful that they did because it started what Dave and I have been doing for 20 years. I said to her, all it takes is one person to believe in you, and I believe in you. I think you're fucking hysterical. I think you're smart. I think you're great. And if you want to write blogs we'll we'll post him we'll find the forum yeah and i think she's gonna do it cool and i couldn't be more excited she is just outstanding um and i just i just think she's great and i believe in her and uh and so yeah i think uh for those of you that know her go well jeff fucking put it out there last <laughs> night but i know she's excited about it but dave she sees things with a sense of humor but uh perspective that's really really impressive and i'm really glad that you and i are her friend and so we've offered that opportunity and hopefully our friend jade starts starts writing some blogs and put them up on the website man because she's super talented and uh i'm happy to to give her that chance to to write and share her feelings i think you guys will all agree she's a rock star man
1: that's awesome all right, here we go. We're going to knock these out. It's how let's old go. are they and how much are they worth? We only have four of them tonight. Okay. We're going to start off with Meryl Streep. Is she born today? Born today. Laura's birthday today, my old roommate. Okay. So let's
0: see if there's anybody good here. Meryl Streep, would you take her down?
1: No. No? No. I no. think she'd surprise I think you. she's the best actress I've ever seen in my life. But no, I well, wouldn't take well, her
0: great. down. Way to go out on a real fucking limb right there. No, I'm just saying. The, the, she's won about nine Oscars, yeah. you know. Pretty that's dramatic true. take, Gene Siskel. I, well,
1: that's true. It's not exactly over the top. Yeah, I was going to say, pretty edgy. Pretty fucking good. That's why people pay five bucks a month. I her uh, in the movie with Matt Damon, um, Stuck on You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the fact she even did that movie. Dude, that she's was so great. fucking great that she plays herself. She's so great in that movie.
0: Um, I would say she is. I don't think she's seventy. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna she's say 70. She, she's seventy. She, she's in her she's in her seventies. Fuck, seventy four. Seventy one. I oh, don't. And then I fucked her twice, two <laughs> times. Over.
1: Uh, how much is she worth? I expected oh. a lot more, but you're pretty good. So I shouldn't say. I'll that. say eighty million. No more than that. So go to your initial guess. Then.
0: Uh, my initial guess was gonna be a hundred and ten. One hundred and fifty.
1: Wow. For some you're, reason I thought she'd be more, but one fifty. Okay. Elizabeth Warren. The lady running for president? The one that used to run for president, yes. Would you take her down again? No, it would not again. One time was enough.
0: Handy under the stairs at Highlight. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Warren. Damn, this is. I I'm gonna fuck this up because I feel like she's older than she is. I'm gonna say 67. 71. All Same right. as Meryl Streep. All right. How old? How much is she
1: worth?
2: Damn. Politician's I- always tough. Yeah, right? Okay. Uh,
1: this one seemed normal to me because when you hear like Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi's worth $200 million, Yeah. Yeah, this one seems normal. Dude, you got to have money to run for office. I'm going to say $40 million. $8 million. Really? That's what it says, $8 million.
0: Boy, I would have thought more than that. Okay. Carson Daly. Well, this makes me really happy because I have Dan Cortez, but a very close friend of mine has Carson Daly. Uh, I'll say Carson Daly's 50, no, I don't think that. I'm going to go backwards. 49. 47. Okay. Um, How much does he make? I'm going to say Carson Daly is worth 15 million. $40 million. No shit. How depressing is that? Uh, Pretty bad, dude.
1: Pretty bad. All right, here's one. You won't know who it is, but you dropped this name all the fucking time. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Okay. Johnny Bananas. There's a fucking guy named Johnny Bananas. (laughs)
0: No way.
1: Yes, there is. I have no idea know, who that is. I know. Neither did I. But Jeff always says, hey, good job. Funny joke, Johnny Bananas. Or who do yeah. you want to be? Johnny Bananas? You've you <laughs> been dropping that line for 20 years.
0: I have no idea. I'll say yeah. 30.
1: 38 years old. He's worth $200,000. But I just thought it was so fucking funny. What does he do? He's a reality star, it says.
0: No shit When
1: I look these up There are a million That say TikTok star Instagram yeah. star And then this one says Reality star Johnny Bananas And I was like Fucking hey, dude That is hilarious
0: That is goddamn great Alright this is Stay or goes This
1: is okay. quarantine edition Oh I like that So you gotta decide Who do you who At least want to spend Your quarantine with Or would mm. like to Okay None of these are great All No right? Okay This is Your choices here We're gonna start off first With Aisha Curry Or Christy Hegan
0: Tegan Sorry Oh Christy Tegan Aisha, oh, Aisha Curry's... I was thinking of the Steph girl... Curry,
1: Steph Curry's wife, but god dang, she seems like a pain in the ass. I'll take uh, Chrissy Teigen. That's funny. Josh said to me this weekend, because you ever notice that everybody likes John Legend? Everyone loves John Legend. Yeah. But nobody likes Chrissy Teigen. Is that right? <laughs> and I was like, you're right. Everyone fucking jumps on her all the time on Twitter.
0: Yeah. All and right. Damn, that guy on YouTube that makes all that money walking around looking like uh, Clay Thompson... Doing that? Yeah. We could make, Sherrod could make that money walking around, right?
1: <laughs> Sherrod is so fucking funny, man.
0: dude. Sherrod's a, I miss that guy. Yeah, I don't think he's in the radio anymore, though. At no, all. he was smart. He got out. Fucking love that guy. What a good dude. No, Sherrod, right. Sherrod could walk around. And, don't you think Sherrod's yeah. been mistaken for John Legend?
1: Oh, yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. We, yeah. Yeah. One day you were out, you were out and you might've been sick or on vacation, but we did uh, one of the shows at the golf course and Sherrod did nothing but FM music of
0: hitting the post dude, and it was so fucking good. That guy, him and Rosie to me, two of my favorite guys, he was really, really talented and, and I have my opinion on why Sherrod got fucked over. I don't know. Maybe because
1: the job was online. And he goes to Fiji for 17 days. Well, that probably didn't help. <laughs> We're all like, where the fuck's he going? Rumor is you are about to get fired. I'm going to Fiji.
0: <laughs> Fuck. This fucking guy. Dude, that fucking kid's great. Love that guy, man. Uh, yeah. But we could. Yeah, we could. Dude, we should just put him in front of the Grammys. Oh, my gosh, dude. People would ask for pictures. That's yeah. That's a good call. That's a good call.
1: All right, Wendy Williams or Amy Schumer?
2: Oh shit! Oh shit!
1: You got a quarantine for four months.
2: Ah oh,
0: fuck! You might hear me
2: cry <laughs> on the air. Oh, fuck!
0: This one's fucked. I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't take Amy Schumer. I'll, I'll go Wendy Williams. And I'm with you. Herm Gasway's <laughs> giving me a thumbs up right now. I loved Wendy Williams.
1: Kanye West or Kim Kardashian?
0: Oh, Kim Kardashian.
1: Me too. Al Sharpton, Rosie O'Donnell.
0: Al Sharpton. <laughs> 100%. All
1: right, last one is uh, Donald Trump or Rudy Giuliani.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I think I'm going to go Trump because the thing with Trump is you can get him to tell stories about he oh, yeah, banged. Yeah, right?
1: That's true. Giuliani's freaking. I don't know what happened to him. In 2002, yeah. I even bought his book in 2002. Right. guy's fuck. a legend. Uh, he was amazing yeah. in 01. Yeah. Trump looked beat to shit the other day. When he walked down that ramp, there's his tie undone. Well, he saw- and he just kind
2: of just
0: waved that hat. and like, fuck. <laughs> <It> just-
1: Dude. <laughs> he looked so beat. Oh, my that,
0: God. Did you, that's one of the all-time great swerves that all those teenage kids, That I'm. Mean, that's the claim, right? I, yeah, I don't know TikTok what to be fair. Yeah, people. Family.
1: They said that they uh, they all there, ordered those tickets. Yeah, that they reserved, and then all the nobody tickets. showed up. Yeah, they expected more than a million people. That's gonna Six thousand showed up.
0: That's gonna be my claim for every extra remote we had. <laughs> Dude, we go on these remotes for extra, and there'd be like three fucking people showing up. And I remember this one. At uh, we'll leave you with this. It was a tough start to the show. We we got to do this remote at. Um, Surf and Turf in Del Mar. Well, it, they have me out there with two promotional guys. And we're we're in a tent that's not even facing. The tent's facing away from anybody oh, walking towards you. So, to see you, they'd have to do like a J-hook, like yeah, a fish hook, right? So I get there. I got to be there for three and a half hours at this fucking golf mart, whatever this is. <laughs> and... uh I got, I got three things to give away. I have an Xbox game that's rated mature. Great. Perfect, right, for every 70-year-old duffer showing in with his golf clubs. That's just what he wants. <laughs> Jerk-off video games. Um, I had a copy of Elvis Costello's autobiography. Great. Which everybody at the golf yeah. course loves. And then a third thing was like a, a pack with like a canvas reusable shopping bag. I said to the guy, I go, uh, how you thinking we're going to give these away? <laughs> and the promotions kid goes, I'm glad you asked. We're going to have everybody walk in, take a raffle ticket, and then at the end of the day, we'll announce the winners. I go, you think somebody's going to wait around? We're here for three fucking hours for Elvis Costello's fucking autobiography. Chapter on how I came up with Veronica. Yeah, Veronica, <laughs> right? Uh, I'm not... Don't call me Marshall Crenshaw. So I said to the guy, you know what's fucked about this promotions department? This is what you do. You go to a T-shirt company and you go, how much is it going to cost us to get T-shirts made? They tell you it's five bucks. Then you go to somebody like, I don't know, Sonic. And you tell Sonic, hey, we're going to put T-shirts out. We need your help sponsoring them. But we're going to put your name on the sleeve for every one. It's six bucks. So I go, now you paid for the shirt, plus Sonics on it. You make a buck, it all goes in the pot. And I go, you get a ton of shirt giveaways, right? It didn't cost yeah. you a dime. And I go, we're giving them away every 15 minutes. The only way you can get a shirt from Extra is by coming out here to Golf Mart. Come out It's the only way to win it. People be here, they're going to win. The kid goes, fantastic, let's do it. I go, well, I'm not the promotions <laughs> director, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Fucking kid, Dave. Fantastic. Let's go. I'm like, no shithead. I don't have a fucking box of fucking shirts. God damn it. Just go, go get yourself a orange fucking snow cone, and I'll call you if I fucking need anything. Yeah. Never forget it.
1: I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right. Two things you have to mention. One is we did the porn stars from the 80s the other day. Mm-hmm. Received a text saying, how in the hell did he leave off candy samples? She was super popular in the candy 80s. Candy
0: samples. Interesting. And okay.
1: uh, and want to let you know that uh, Brett Boone will be joining us on Wednesday. Oh, he'll perfect. join us on Wednesday talking about what's going on with the players. He's been part of the players union for a long time. He'll tell you exactly where who's dropping the ball and what's going on because as you see tonight, as we do this show, that Major League Baseball is ready to return for a 60-game schedule, and the players say, no. But the
0: players are the ones that put on, tell us when or
1: where, and we'll play. Yeah. Okay. Well, they did tell you when and where, and you're saying, no, we aren't going to play.
0: God damn. All right, so Brett Boone here Wednesday night. For By the way,
1: I didn't see Machado put out that text.
0: Oh, dude, I got an amazing story for you. Hang on. Please, thank you for saying that. I have to tell you this about Manny Machado and why I will be a Manny Machado fan for the rest of my life. Because Steve Woods told you to? No, I don't listen to him. Um, I have a very close friend whose father-in-law now lives right next door to Manny Machado. And without mentioning, some of you may know where Machado lives. I'm not going to mention it out of respect to him. But this buddy of mine has two kids that are like seven and five. Yesterday, uh, in this part of town, which I keep wanting to blurt out, I won't. Machado and Yonder Alonzo are shooting hoops and just hanging out on a Sunday. My buddy's two kids are riding their bikes and running around and darting in the middle of the game, half-court basketball game, Machado and Alonzo. And my buddy said, you cannot believe how great those guys were to my son. Oh, that's great. He said they were absolutely amazing. And he goes, I'm sitting there. My buddy's a huge Padre fan, season ticket holder. And he goes, I'm just sitting there going, my kid's going to take Machado's legs out. And he goes, it was just absolutely amazing. And for me, sorry, man, how you are with the media or whatever your, you know, whatever your, 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 what's the word I want to say? What, whatever your reputation is in baseball. Might be justified, might not. To me, I've always said about Andy Ashby at spring training, what I saw him do with those kids, change those kids' life. And I said to my buddy, do do your sons know who Manny is? He goes, ah, a little bit, like a little bit, but there's no cameras. Nobody's watching, and it's just two kids goofing around, playing, and they said Yonder and Manny were just absolutely outstanding. And it made my buddy's father's day – perfect cool and for these kids they're just goofy and silly uh they had a great time but i just thought everybody would like that what a cool story completely true and my buddy sent me a picture and you just see these two kids running around and manny and, and alonzo laughing i just thought it was great i thought a it's lot cool. of you'd like to hear it so absolutely hopefully we, those guys back will be back here wednesday night with brett boone all right <laughs>
2: Last chance for...